0: the good the bad and the ugly this week we're talking about alignment and how you can utilize it as a player welcome to we speak common (laughs) what alignment do you think
1: you are in real life um... start with the hard questions the tough, <laughs> hard hitting question. Be honest. I would like to think I'm chaotic good. I would. Mm, yeah. I would, I would like to think I'm that. I mean, I'm. I'm. I, I would almost say lawful. I mean, perhaps, I would say I perhaps used to be like lawful neutral. Yeah. But I would. I would lean towards more. I've become more empathetic. See, I thought late, I was so. thinking lawful neutral, but I think I'm probably more. Either chaotic good or neutral good. Mm. I don't commit many crimes. No, only, s- only the I, occasional I, I like manslaughter. S- uh, you know, I do. <laughs> I do speed quite a bit. Oh, do you? I have run mm. one or two traffic lights in my time. Oh, but, Joe! But for the most part, I would say yeah. i am pretty much. I'm. I'm chaotic good. Um, I probably. I could probably settle on chaotic good. To be fair, that's probably the best because I don't think I'm neutral lawful. Lawful neutral. I might be neutral good. Um, it's one of those two, isn't it? I think maybe neutral good because I am quite lawful, but at the same time, mm, you know, there needs to be a balance. I like a balance in all things. <laughs> Let me just say, I'm <laughs> all ne- right, Thanos, neutral good. <laughs> Here he is, <laughs> destroyer of half the universe. <laughs> that that's that's
0: yeah, that's my take on that. Um, my phone's just started going off because um, this is this is not fake. This is lovely. Um, we've got a new group today for a D game yeah uh i say new group it's a new player with uh, that only i have met once before so we've been talking a lot online and chatting and stuff um but the first session level one starts today and oh. i don't just, think i've ever they're, played they're literally they're in the group chat going who's excited we're excited oh, Yay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, oh. it's in the air i don't think i've ever played at level one before. You're joking. I've always started at either two or three, I think. That's that's disgusting. Why have you never played level one? Well, to be fair, I haven't played much. I mostly just DM'd. But but, I mean, yeah, okay, I understand that. Cause and I, I started that too, your game at what, level five? Five, or four, yeah. yeah, five. And then, yeah, get, Thank God, otherwise we've been going on forever. And then games before that would be... Yeah, I think the lowest I started was two. Um, I started your game at two as well, I think, um, because I didn't want you guys getting one shotted. Although still can happen, I suppose. Yep. Um, Yeah, level one's kind of funny, really, because it's like I have nine hit points. Well, five E's weird in its difficulty, where like levels one to five are massively more difficult than the rest of the game. Yeah. Like, like hugely more difficult. (laughs) So (laughs) you've got you learn by fire. So once you get to level five, like the offensive output of the party like doubles in one level mm-hmm. where everyone getting like level three spells and, yeah. and uh, multi-attack. multi-attack yeah. So it's just huge. So do you, my my character is um,
0: a war mage in this new game. So at level mm. one, nine hit points. Level two, because I rolled very well, his initiative is plus seven. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever had a character like that at level two. That's Nine hit points though. I'm... I'm Going to die? Maybe. I but guarantee I'll get it's go it'll it'll Dangerous.
1: Deserved. It's like a goblin. You can probably get away with fun. or oh, orc oh, 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 got a lot of damage. Mm. Mm. It's game over. Bugbear's gonna kill me.
0: Okay. Well, look, we're talking about alignment today,
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and it's on my mind particularly because we've just created new characters, and I see it pop up online as a topic quite often. Um, I don't forgive <athletes> me.
1: But I don't really see a point to it at times. Well, it was more like in 5e, it doesn't really have a point. In earlier editions, uh, it was much more like mechanically tied to the game. So like paladins had alignment restrictions. Just like how now like classes have like certain stat restrictions. Like you need like 13 strength to be a paladin now. Mm -hmm. Before you would need to be like lawful good. That would would have to be your alignment um, to be certain like like if you were like a follower of like beelzebub, you had to be like lawful evil or yeah. chaotic evil or something like that. So Yeah, to meet that prerequisite. Yeah. Kind of like a feat, you had to have a certain number in your deck yeah. or something. And um magic items had certain alignments. Well you couldn't use certain items mm. if you were um if you weren't a certain alignment. So there are some things like that now, like certain swords in the DMG I think, um in like the magic item section act differently depending on your alignment yeah um, and it's like there's I, I,
0: one of the things that I always think about when I think about alignment is how in uh, going back to it yet again hello my favourite module Curse of Strahd you your alignment can affect it gets affected by things that happen so if you visit um, spoilers for Curse of Strahd but it's been out for like three years uh, there's a tomb uh, there uh, called the Amber Temple and the dark powers that that sort of belong to Barovia have uh, in the Amber Temple Amber Sarcophagi and you can take powers from them so like one of them gives you the ability to um, uh, no I'm trying to think of an actual example from the book so one of them for example gives you like a plus five to your charisma Mm, which is massive but it paralyses half of your face (laughs) so you basically look like you've had a stroke and uh, like a really severe stroke and you can't use half of your face but your charisma's plus five. Like, is but it 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 also can change your alignment. So there's there's ones that will do something to you, give you a really good ability, but also, oh you're evil now. By the way, everyone sees you as evil. Um, and I get that, and I think, oh, that's in theory, that's like, oh, that's really interesting because my character is now changed. What? How does that change me? But I think a lot of players are so, like, they put the wall up there mm. because it's like, well, no, hang on, my character's not an evil character. Like what? Like what do I what do I do with this information? And I think it gets ignored. Uh, I've had people who create characters for games, and I'll go, "Oh, what's your alignment?" Then and they go, "Oh, oh, I haven't picked one." It's like, well, pick one.
1: Mm.
0: Like people don't. I don't feel like it's.
1: People don't want to cement themselves down because they like to be fluid. Well, it is. It is somewhat restricting in a way. Like in, yeah, in previous editions, there were like abilities like uh, that could change your alignment. And I guess you were just, in those games, just supposed to roll with the punches and do it. Um, but I think people have to bear in mind that as each edition has gone on, like the game's become more role-play focused as opposed to like first edition, which was just like dungeon delving and getting as much gold as you can, basically. Mm. There was no role-play to it, really. Mm. And then, obviously, things have balanced out as, as editions have gone on and time has gone on. So it's interesting what place alignment has in the game now I think it's still useful as a DM to figure out what your NPC's alignments are because yeah. when you're jumping from different character to different character it can be a good uh, just um, baseline just to figure out like, oh, yeah, oh think, yeah this guy's this character I so I know for, how to play him
0: for NPCs it's, it's, a, com- it's a completely different matter because it, 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 it's a completely different ball game I'm I'm talking purely player characters here because NPCs it it constantly it's it's an easy thing to look at and go right that's who I am now um, for this this PC
1: um, this Al- NPC alignment used to have a really awkward thing for paladins in like early editions because their divine sense which now just lets you like detect like undead fiends face yeah. all that sort of thing before it let you detect like people's alignment around yeah. you you could figure out if they were evil or not. Um, that that would cause issues immediately when at uh, like level one, the pardon, when he meets the party, goes, oh, divine sense. And you're like, oh, uh, the rogue is... <sighs> oh, he's uh, evil. <laughs> well, the, even if the rogue was like neutral uh, like you know <laughs> p- like pure neutral he's a thief or whatever he's like well oh, hang on he's a criminal okay well I guess I'm getting my sword out and chopping his head I have to heads. kill
0: him yeah because yeah, yeah.
1: things were very much more binary back then um, I think that's why Paladin's got a bad rep for just destroying the party on day one yeah uh, uh, that sits with me still so I'm just putting my phone on because <laughs> I'm quite cold <laughs> um so yeah, it's it's funny. I, I don't know. Like for instance, like the character I made today for our new session, right? Mm-hmm. I haven't I haven't given him an alignment yet. I don't. I have to sort of play the character before I figure out exactly what his alignment is. Like I can make the backstory and yeah. have an idea, but I need to play it a little bit just to figure out because oftentimes like my idea for a character can then change drastically after I played him you know for a couple what? of sessions.
0: No, you said that. I'm just going to check and see if I've put one on mine because I don't think I have. And and here I am talking about it, and yet I've done it too. Uh, hang on, let me have a look. Um, yeah. Oh a, no, I have, I have, but I actually, I now thinking about it, I disagree with what I've put. <laughs> so <laughs> this I've put, is the problem. So I've put neutral good, but I'm thinking he's actually probably more, n- like, oh no, wait. Hang on, how does it go? So you've got lawful good, then what? Neutral good. Neutral good,
1: uh, chaotic good, chaotic good, true neutral. Well, so you've got, so it's like a, there's like nine, isn't it? Yeah. So, oh, yeah, in the middle, you've got like true neutral, you've got like neutral good or uh, lawful neutral. Um, or, no. You've got, oh no, you've got neutral, chaotic, and good. Yeah. And then you've got, um, do you, you know what I'm lawful. just going to look it up? Then you've got lawful <laughs> variants of those. And then, oh, I can't even remember. So, you can't even remember is this. Just this is a thing? thing. It's so, like, y- yeah, somewhat irrelevant now. um But you've got, obviously, essentially good, evil, and neutral, right? Yeah. And then you've got lawful, chaotic, chaotic, and neutral versions of those. Okay, so you've got lawful good, neutral good, chaotic good,
0: lawful neutral, true neutral, chaotic neutral, lawful evil, neutral evil, chaotic evil. So, you're either good, and you are, like, really, like, a good person. You're sort of look out for yourself, but you know that's kind of the way or you're evil and you're like a bad person and then you either follow the law you either do them things for yourself or you are against the law (laughs) like you'll you'll like you'll you'll cause a bit of problem so like a lawful good person will abide by all the laws and will help you cross the street if you're an old woman a chaotic good person will be like robin hood yeah
1: yeah, he commit crimes, but in the name of good. Okay, so I've said neutral good. So he's a good person. I think neutral good is someone that perhaps could break the law if necessarily doesn't normally. It's generally a yeah. kind of baseline so good so that citizen. That is what I was trying to go for. So that's all right then. So I do agree with what I've put. Like a. a People generally just sometimes struggle with like um, lawful evil, like how can you be lawful and evil? Mm-hmm. But I think that would be someone like a like a mafia crime boss, like they they break the law and they're bad, but, but they, they love follow the place their, that they yeah, but they follow their own rules. They have their own rules and oh, they don't okay. break. So for instance, like a uh, a criminal, say like a an assassin, right? Yeah, he's evil, but he's lawful. He doesn't necessarily follow the law, but he never kills women and children and he never lies mm. those are his own laws that he abides Maifies. by and he- see i was thinking more like more like your kingpin kind of guy
0: who loves the city that he lives in and everything that he does he thinks he's doing for the city and he's making it a better place uh, and and what he does do does actually like if you think if you look at like kingpin he does things that are evil like he's a bad person but they benefit the the city because he he brings structure and um and control to like the underbelly mm. so that's well, what still I follow,
1: like he still follow yeah because he still follows his own rules you know what I mean like like a chaotic evil character like the Joker or whatever you just know, does whatever doesn't have an, doesn't have any rules to follow mm. it, it, they're inherently chaotic same as on the other spectrum of like a chaotic good character like Robin Hood doesn't follow any specific rules, he does whatever he needs to do... To be good. ...to be good. Yeah. Um, And then I think a neutral good character is like a balance of
0: those two. Yeah, like they're a good person and they're seeking out to do good things, but if they
1: have to do something that's a little bit against the rules, then they will. Mm -hmm. I always find true neutral an interesting alignment because it can either be quite interesting or extremely boring for... Uh, like player characters Hmm. like a true neutral player character is generally quite boring because they just they have no drive in any direction but you say that but then I play Timbal as a
0: true neutral character and his drive is to survive and to look and and to and his drives are then not within his that he doesn't have a drive to help people or to to you know kill people, but his drive is to find a place for himself to belong into. So his drives become his emotional drives rather than his like alignment drives.
1: Yeah, I I don't know. It's it's interesting because I feel like a true neutral character. While that might be their baseline, they often dip into other alignments, uh, sort of sporadically. Like like Timble uh, appreciates um good empathetic characters yeah. who he's uh, he aligns himself with those people he appreciates uh, i guess generically good people um but then he did uh assassinate a guy with the rest of the party um
0: yep that, and did that was, happen, and that
1: was for his own benefit but he yep. had no emotional stake in that so, would he be evil for that? Or is it just a job? Is that So that is quite... He did, new-
0: he did it for himself. He did it to survive and to get out of the situation he was in because it was the job given to his to him by, from his point of view, his captors. So it was a neutral thing for him to do. He was thinking of himself by doing it.
1: Mm. He didn't do it because he wanted to do it. That would have been evil. I think that's what people sometimes feel like neutral characters are a bit boring because they you can play them very unaffected by what's going on they just look out for themselves and anything they do is doesn't conflict at all with their moral compass because it's quite loose in that regard Mm. but then at the same time I think they can be interesting because when they do make a stand on something it's more poignant um, you know, when they do say no or they do say yes to something, it's a bit more like for a, a reason. It's a bit more interesting. Yeah. Um, you know, you can always count on the lawful good paladin to do what he's going to do. And you, you can tell, you know what he's going to do. It's quite predictable. But of uh, true neutral character, you, n- you never really know what they're going to do. Yeah, it depends. It depends how it affects them and the things that you don't know about them. So
0: where would you go with this um, as, a, as a DM? What What's kind of your your use for alignment and how do you encourage it or discourage it or like what are your table rules i
1: don't bother with it much i if there's a new player i'll explain it generally because it can be useful for get like for someone who hasn't roleplayed before to get an idea of what their character's like yeah it kind of goes in with the flaws and bonds and things it's like yeah this is your sort of skeleton of your character to um. roleplay I think in a way the flaws and bonds and stuff like and ideals have sort of replaced that kind of role for alignment in a little way though because it it makes that that's then the baseline of your character that's how you know how to role play like you've got the basic attributes whereas alignment was sort of your helping hand before that so it's somewhat not needed in that regard i do i do like the the some of the basic alignment effects that are still in the game like like for instance like certain swords like if you pick them up and you're like an like an evil character they'll like hurt you Mm -hmm. and you can't use them Um, and vice versa if you pick up like an evil sword as a good character it will like you know it won't obey you and it will like you know singe your hand if you try and pick it up I think that stuff's kind of fun and thematic I like that Um, as to like how it works in the game I think changing like forcefully changing a character's alignment is a tricky ground, and I would talk yeah. to the players beforehand before doing that. It depends. If a player is very loose and going with the game, it can be kind of fun. Like if they like the challenge of like changing up their character. So like, I don't mind that kind of thing. If someone's really invested in their character and their kind of arc that they're on, mm. um, I, as a DM, would not necessarily want to mess with that too much. Um, but it depends it depends on the player and what they are looking to get out of the game and what they want to get from it um it can be fun it can mix up things a lot especially if a party is like been going for like 40 sessions or whatever right and they know each other really really well it can be fun to throw that in there cause it, and change things up and cause like because at that point like all the inter party Squabbles, right, and, mm. and arguments, and um, kind of brushes up against each other, have all pretty much been smoothed out. If you're not working as a coherent team after like 40 sessions, then something's, something's going on. Something's yeah. gone wrong there, you know. Yeah. But then, if you throw in that that mixed up element again, it, it changes things. Just like how you can throw in like kind of like the madness tables and stuff like that when people die. Yeah, that that can change things up. So if you have like a drastic change from like lawful good to like lawful evil. It's quite interesting, and you could do that. And you could justify that as a player, as like, well, the character hasn't changed. Um, He's still being lawful to his own rules and everything like that. He thinks because no one thinks they're evil. No. No one thinks they're the bad guy. No. No one is like you know the cackling villain. So he thinks he's doing good still, but it turns out he's just doing very evil things now. But in his warped perspective, he's doing good. So that that can be fun and an interesting challenge. I always like I like the idea of changing a character's alignment and then them trying to work back to that other alignment that they were, you know, like How a, the, do I get myself back there? You know, the redemption yeah. arc is pretty it's pretty fun. So do you would you
0: make alignment something that's fluid and could be changed if they wanted to? Like yes. if I was if I'm on your table and I say, "Do you know what? I started off as as true neutral, but now I I think I've developed as a person and I, I see the, I see the worth in other people. Like I think I'm probably more good neutral now.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, that, I mean, that is basically a character arc yeah. is, is going from one um, alignment to another. Like, um, I would say that if you take one, like Bruce Wayne, Batman, for instance, right? Yeah. When he's a kid, he's probably like neutral, good or, yeah. or chaotic, good. Maybe, um, after his uh, he's never done he's told us he after his brush uh, you know with death and his parents dying all that and his transformation into batman he's probably uh, then transformed to lawful good um obviously he's not following the laws per se but he has his own very strict rules that he I mean, follows he does follow some of the laws yeah but what I'm saying is like he has Sorry. his own rules like he doesn't kill people etc yeah, yeah. he has his own rigid idea of justice um and so he would be perhaps lawful good i mean if you were to take like then like the Zack Snyder version of that he would be like maybe neutral good or maybe even or like chaotic or um yeah neutral good or maybe even like neutral evil depending on how you see it if he's going around like killing people all the time i would think he'd more more Lawful evil.
0: Because he's following the law, but he's doing... Th- he's killing people, which is against the law. Like, he's following his laws. How is to- he following the law? Ben? No, 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 <laughs> no. Let me... <laughs> Explain yourself. Rewind. Rewind. He's trying to do things for the law. He's trying to help the law and and catch
1: criminals. But at the same time, he's more than happy to just pop one in the head yeah so yeah and that's that's like an arc like, you know like a journey that he goes on some characters don't need that for an arc like no. like superman is always going to be lawful, lawful good, good. That, yeah. that, he's always going to be that and he's never going to change if, he, if he's not lawful good then he's not really superman no that that is his character um but it's it's interesting like for instance if you could have a player character start off as just take like a fighter or whatever something generic Um, say as lawful or as yeah as lawful good right their background is as like a a soldier right or a guard Mm -hmm. or whatever and then they go through some stuff but then they're betrayed by one of the like people in power like a politician or something and the rest of the party gets tpk'd but him now he's like on a vengeance mission maybe he's like neutral good at this point or maybe even uh chaotic neutral he's out for his own good um or his own vengeance maybe he goes so far down that path but by the end he's like chaotic evil yeah um, or neutral evil um but then he realizes it's his mistake and with a new party you know Love is brought back into his life, and he he becomes chaotic good again. <laughs> oh
0: yeah, I've seen the light. I think that if we were going to make if we were going to make alignment something that was more of a staple to the game and was more thought about and utilised than it is now, because now it, it is kind of that thing that gets pushed aside and forgotten, then I, it should be a part of the level up process. I think if it were if it were in the books, okay. You've leveled up. Welcome to level two. Roll your hit die. Add that on. um, Add this many spell slots. uh, Get this skill. Check your alignment. Do you think it's changed? Should you change it? Or Mm. is it the same? If that was part of the process, I think it would have people thinking more about their characters' perceptions of themselves and how they are perceived by the people around them. I I think that's something we should do. As yeah.
1: players. yeah, because a bit of a self-evaluation can help. Like, I, I always think like one of the really good arcs is again, like if you take like the MCU, mm. it's like Iron Man for his Iron Surprise. Man <laughs> is like, new, I would say true neutral oh yeah <laughs> he's just out for his own good maybe even maybe even chaotic neutral yeah yeah exactly and then after he realises folly of his ways he becomes Iron Man I would say he's chaotic good because mm-hmm. he doesn't like like an Iron Man too. he's not like working with the government or anything like that he's yeah he won't let pre- him play with the difficult yeah. by the time of like civil war though I would say he's uh not lawful good he's because because like the, the, the accords and stuff like that yeah. are not necessarily good, but he's neutral lawful. I would say at that point he's changed, <laughs> and and okay. then and then after that though, after the big fallout with Captain America, he perhaps sees the follies of his ways again. Maybe now he's neutral good. He's found a middle ground, but he's good again on the right path. Yeah, and then maybe that. um but then like the sacrifice sort of in Infinity War and the decisions he's making there maybe then he's sort of evolved to be like a chaotic good so you can go through a lot of different alignments and go on yeah, this and big you arc you
0: don't have to go like up and down a level it's not like a ladder you can, you can jump mm. you know I think I think that is something that we as players should do more often and something DMs should encourage I think that would make it, that would add a different dynamic to mm. the players at the table I really
1: like as well like people think like the lawful alignments are somewhat boring but they don't have to be even if you rigidly seek them like like I would say Captain America I would say mm. throughout the whole MCU has always been lawful la- good lawful good yeah. even though even like when his whole idea of law and the structure and the government around him collapsed he followed his own beliefs he followed his own beliefs yeah. which were lawful and, and, and good you could say Perhaps oh he's gone chaotic good at that point. I would say mm, I don't think so because I feel like the the patriotic foundations of his character They're always always yeah, stayed the same. You've got
0: to remember for him he he believed in Shield. He believed in this mm. this lawful agency. And it's and what they stood for turns out that what they stood for was actually just a cover and it's a sham. But he still believes in that message, so he's yeah, still being that, lawful to that. Because at
1: his core, he still has them very like, yeah. n- like you know, nineteen forties patriotic values. Yeah, at, I agree at with his you. Base. So I get it. That can make that can be an interesting character. Also, uh, Captain America, <laughs> definitely, also, definitely, yeah, you know. definitely a paladin. Um, no, no, no doubt about it. Ab- no, absolutely a paladin. No, he's a fighter. He's absolutely a paladin. No, he's a fighter.
0: How is but he a paladin?
1: He's. Ab- he literally has oaths. He follows, like, oaths, a tenant. He's literally a paladin. But he is,
0: he's a super soldier. He's a man who can run, jump, fight, hit something five times around. He's a level 20 fighter.
1: And if, Ben, we were using our own fighter end cap where you could cast jump and expedition retreat on command, then maybe I'd agree with you, Ben, but no. He's, he's a paladin, okay? Because he's got, he's definitely, got, all he he's definitely a, got divine health, Ben. He's definitely immune to disease. Look at him, mate. He's got- maybe he's a maybe he's a monk one, fighter. 17 Paladin 2 At least thematically He's a paladin No doubt about it Like <laughs> Superman Superman definitely a paladin Like the, is the, there every, is, Are they all paladins Joe? <laughs> I would say uh, Batman's a paladin He's he's a ven- he's a vengeance paladin Definitely Because he has his own he, Again he follows his own oaths His rules He can't kill He can't they torture all people They follow
0: oaths That doesn't mean they're paladins Not
1: necessarily Spider-Man's not Spider-Man's definitely not a paladin What's Spider-Man then? Uh, this is taking a weird time th- th- huh? thematically um, I, I wouldn't say he fits into any of the like thematic classes I he mean, does have an oath though help one person help everyone well his is like uh, with, um, with great power comes great, great, great responsibility great there's great. two of them mate with great power comes great responsibility um, I mean I wouldn't say taking up responsibility is necessarily, necessarily um, tied right, to any one class but, what, what's what's Doctor Strange Joe Was what's he he's a wizard isn't right he? thank you oh well, unfortunately <laughs> a sorcerer supreme he's not a sorcerer <laughs> no, he's, a, he's a wizard he learns from books yeah and sorcerers are, are awful <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but look, ben, I'm, I'm gonna have to stress this point again okay is batman different... is definitely a vengeance oh, palad- I just he follows ben he has he has rules he has oaths <laughs> he has his own tenants right but he's he's out for for vengeance he's 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 vengeful you know against you know crime Ben he's vengeful <laughs> against crime he fights for justice <laughs> he is a paladin we'll there's no getting episode. around it we'll
0: do an episode where we come up with a few like a list of like 10 characters and we'll debate what classes they are sure we'll do that we'll do that another week because this is this is quite
1: funny we're watching how heated you're getting <laughs> well, for, 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 for fine Ben fine Ben alright fine Ben I'm not going to argue Ga- uh, Gandalf's paladin, although he could be. He could be. <laughs> no. Gandalf is a fighter two wizard, no fighter eighteen wizard two. He's an angel, Ben. Okay, <laughs> he's actually just got the solar that block.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's a Deva. Uh, um, okay. Well, my final thing then is is uh, how do you play an evil aligned character? Getting back on track.
1: Well, it's easy if It's easier for everyone's evil aligned. Um, yeah, but you never get that. you never get that no. now, and I if also- you're not if you like if you go out, okay, we're doing an evil campaign, then yeah, that's easy. Yeah. If not, we're then- gonna be the bad guys that build a dungeon and the the party comes to us kind of
0: thing. but I'm talking about when you've got a group and and the one thing that annoys me about about d and d is that if you're playing d and d, your characters that you make need to get on if you want them to stay together. if there's no reason for them to stick together, it's not going like, to work. It's, there's got to be a reason. you know? There's got to be a want for them to be together. So then how do you have the one or two evil
1: characters in the midst of the fight? I would say you do it this way. Again, as we said earlier, evil characters don't think they're evil. No. They think they're good guys yeah. do, doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. And so you're not overtly evil. You're not going around. Uh, yes, people think evil you don't ca- kill someone. People, go, think, <laughs> people think evil characters think, oh, psychopath. Right, yeah. like you' behave, like yes. If you go around behaving like a psychopath, it's going to be tricky. A psychopath, but even psychopath, psychopath. even psychopaths and sociopaths, <laughs> yeah, they hide that they're sociopaths. If you say it's psychopath, you're definitely a psychopath. <laughs> exactly, um, they they hide what they are. They yeah. don't overtly show their insane tendencies. No, and so and oftentimes they're very charismatic. Yeah, and, likeable, and likeable people yeah. because even though they can't really feel the emotions and stuff they emulate them by watching other people and and trying to kind of feign that sense of um, morality and empathy and so you can even do that but less than that most evil characters are not even necessarily like that they just out for their own good mm. right? and they, they lack a fair amount of empathy and so but you can think that you're doing the right thing. Like, say say you're an evil character who robs and kills, right? Yeah. You can think you could have, say, perhaps a very narcissistic, nihilistic view of the world. And you're like, look, we're on this planet, uh, you know once for all to own uh, to ourselves mm-hmm. um, this is all just kind of an illusion anyway it's uh, it's meaningless life is meaningless anyway so it doesn't matter how you behave or who's just <laughs> passing. now you couldn't just immediately go out to the party and say that no. especially if you've got like A good cleric there or whatever, right? He's going to disagree, but you can work on convincing them, and you can convince if you're good enough, you can convince the players, and they don't even realise it. Yeah, and at the end of the campaign, you're like, you're all evil now. (laughs) (laughs) I've converted you all. But that's what that's what bad people do is they convince other people. You know, any bad world leader in that is, you know, Nazi Germany didn't have millions and millions of evil people in it. But they would—they were just convinced, yeah. you know. And it's the same with same with anything, you know. Like um, you know, all the people in the gulag, you know, all the soldiers in the gulag—they weren't necessarily all evil people, but they were just part of an, you know, a bad, broken system. And you, <laughs> as bad as it says, you can create that bad, broken system in your own party. So I would say, if you want to be an evil character, just don't don't overtly, you know, go around murdering, and be like, ha uh-huh, yeah. ha, I'm evil.
0: I think it's that. Yeah. <laughs> ah, it
1: is I. <laughs> evil. I, I am the bad guy. I think. Um, I think it's. It's the same as with like. If you want to
0: play someone who's got a low intelligence, you have to do it properly. You don't want to. It takes a lot of work, and I don't think people realise that it takes a lot of work to play a stupid character or an evil character because you don't want to. You, you, you don't want to. Sorry, this people messing just because they're like. We're out, We're outside. We want to play Dandy. Um. You don't want to be a hindrance to the party you don't want to slow down the game and you don't want to be an annoyance but if you can do an an unintelligent character properly you can, you know when to play it when to play on it and when to say things that will bring up laughs and make the light hard like look at Grog in Critical Role right he's an intelligence of six and that to me immediately is a red flag it's like right how am I going to play this and not be an annoyance but he does it well mm. and he does it in a way that adds to the game and adds to his character and yeah, makes it more fun a, 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 same a, with evil characters a, an
1: unintelligent character can still be wise and they can still be charismatic yeah uh, they, like an unintelligent character can still be brave they can still be powerful they can still be interesting you know um like i always like the idea of like a wisdom 20 monk with like six (laughs) in like he knows nothing about nothing but he's very he's he's very world weary and he's got he he has a good he has a very good sense of life and what it's all about he just talks in idioms but he just doesn't know anything about yeah (laughs) he's got no maths or english you know he can't read yeah yeah he's not book smart but he's, he's world smart i i uh, with with the evil thing like you don't want to
0: you don't want to just be a dick like mm. that's not the point like yes okay an evil person probably is a bit of a dick but you don't that's that's not going to make the game fun and that's not going to bring the group together you want to bring out the evil when there's morality in question.
1: Look at it this way, like Game of Thrones season one, Littlefinger is the evil character in the party. Yeah. He's helping out Ned Stark, he's helping out Catelyn, stuff like that. He's helping everyone. But he's just doing everything for his own devices, but no one knows, because he's very charismatic.
0: Yeah, but at the same time, remember... You're playing D D. you're meant to be part of the group yes. So even though you're evil you're probably not going to be evil to your party members because that's just going to ruin no, the game but
1: when the morally gray question comes off oh should we do this should we do that you can convince people to you know lean yeah. on the side you want you want to be on yeah and so that that's the way i would go about it it's just don't be super overt about it you ain't got to go in there as as the joker you know you? <laughs> god please don't do that you know if that comes to my table um, we we have words or being like a little you know Joffrey Baratheon it's no it's it's no good that's a good insult you little Joffrey (laughs) Baratheon but you can be like much further down the line when you've got everyone on board with the programme yeah but um, yeah so that's I kind of want to do that now, like be sort of like a, a kind of a sleeper agent in a party now, like the one evil guy who's just. aligned to an evil god and you're trying to get them on your side. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a not a
0: bad idea, like only you and the DM know. I, right? lo- I
1: love the idea. And of every like...
0: now and then you just share a look. I, I love the DM, idea like, of oh, like, like a switching.
1: Cleric of Beelzebub who like pretends to be like a cleric of. by uh, or something. It just yes. pretends to be lawful good, but he's actually working for the, the evil god, you know.
0: And then you only, you only begin to realise when you go somewhere that shows you via like what you actually are yeah. and you, you begin to look like evil rather than, than good I like it I like it well that was a good one I was I like that okay got, got a bit weird but <laughs> we'll, we'll roll with it thanks Joe I'll see you next week bye bye thanks for listening to us today if you like the podcast then do us a favour give us a review or a like on iTunes and Anchor and share us with your friends. You can find us on social media, on Twitter and Instagram, at we Speak Common. The music in the podcast is Street Dancing by TimeCrawler82 and is licensed under an attribution license CC by NC. You can find it on the Free Music Archive.